If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. It has been a hot minute since I have done an episode. I actually just saw that it's been over a month and I'm horrified by that. But instead of giving you guys like, oh, I'm just going to you know give excuses. I am just going to tell you what I've been up to <laughs> because it's been a very, very busy couple months. Obviously, I moved to Salt Lake City, which has been totally different and I would say life disrupting, but I don't mean it in a negative way. I just mean like, you know, my whole life changed and um, work has been crazy in a, in the best way possible. But the last month especially has been quite the whirlwind. I don't really feel like I've stopped going for the whole month. So I went to the iHeartRadio Music Festival in September and I worked that and then that was fun, obviously, but like very exhausting. You definitely stay up and party a little bit at the end of it. Um, but those events are always so fun. I got to actually watch part of the show this year, which is rare. I got to see Kelly Clarkson and Fallout Boy both perform, part of Travis Scott as well. It was super fun and worked a lot. And then the following weekend, I went and visited my sister in Reno with my other sister. We also got to see our grandpa and um, our grandma and some of our extended family. Um, unfortunately, my grandpa did pass shortly after that trip, which is part of why I was not on here that week that he passed. It just obviously uh, there was some some stuff to deal with. And I just always want to show up fully when I do these episodes. I never want to be fake with you guys. I never want to lie to you. So I didn't feel like putting on a happy face and doing an episode and doing a show um, and not telling you what was going on would have been odd. So that is something that happened. I'm totally okay. Um, I know a lot of you saw that on Instagram and I appreciate all the messages and like the kind words and such. Um, but that, that did happen. So that took up some of my time. And then (laughs) after that, I was flown to Disneyland for a broadcast, which is super cool. I'm, I mean, how fortunate am I that they sent me to Disneyland? We were only there one night, but then the morning, the next morning, so we flew out on a Sunday. And on Monday, we then broadcasted from Disneyland, which was super cool. It was all for their celebration of like Christmas and Hanukkah. I believe they call it the Festival of Holidays. And such an amazing experience. I feel really lucky that my careers led me to this point. I mean, it's like crazy. I'm like, oh, I was in Vegas for work and then I was in Disneyland for work. And like, it's just very surreal and I'm very aware of that. Um, But that was really fun. Got to do a day and a half in the park. Had one of my best friends from LA come down for it. Just like a really good time. Um, And then the day after we got home from Disneyland, I literally completely lost my voice. Um, I wasn't sick. I just couldn't speak. And it was from like screaming on the rides and such. But I think more than that, it was because I had not stopped going since mid-September. And let that be a lesson. I am still so exhausted. I'm so worn out. I just feel like I'm playing catch up with sleep and with workouts and with treating my body well. Like I really feel like I'm battling (laughs) with my body right now. And so I'm trying very hard to focus on sleep and hydration and, you know, working out and all of those things. Um, Because, well, also, I didn't even mention I had a friend in town this weekend from San Diego. It was so fun to have company. So good to see a friend from San Diego. Um, But I was beat 
at the end of it. Like I couldn't believe how tired I was by the time she left. I'm recording this Monday. So yesterday. Um, and I hate that feeling because I hate feeling like I was just exhausted during part of the trip. But uh, I just think I need to focus a bit more on my rest. Hilariously, I leave for Cabo in 10 days <laughs> and I'm going for my sister's bachelorette party and it's going to be so much fun, you guys, but it's also like I'm going to Cabo for four days with a group of 20 girls. It's going to be crazy. So until I leave, I'm basically not drinking and just going to like really get some rest, get some good workouts in so I feel good, drink a ton of water, eat a lot of vegetables and try and help my body feel better. Um, Because I, at this moment, have a sore throat and I'm just tired, man. I am am definitely... um, feeling the effects of essentially four weekends, not necessarily of travel. I mean, three of travel and one with someone in town in a row is uh, quite takes a toll. So this coming weekend, if you guys catch me on Instagram, by the way, at Erica Shea with three A's, if you don't follow me on there, if you catch me on Instagram partying at all, DM me and say, didn't you say you were going to rest this weekend? Because Girl, I need it. <laughs> I need to not be out and about. Because um, once I get to Cabo, it's like game over. I'm like scared. But there was something that I've been thinking a lot about the last couple of weeks. And I really wanted to talk to you guys about. And so I just I just needed to like recoup enough before I could. And it's the way that I shifted like one way I talk about something in my life that I think has had massive like mental health benefits and like happiness benefits for me and everyone's going to have like a different use for this kind of like flip of how they speak about something but I think I think this can be universally used so obviously I have moved around a couple different times um, particularly for work and in the first couple weeks of being here in Salt Lake I think I was really hung up on the idea of like I'm really lonely. It's really hard. Like I was thinking in such a pessimistic view. I was talking to myself about it in a pessimistic way. And I don't remember when exactly this happened. I think it was partially being around family when I went to Reno and saw my sisters and my grandparents. Um, I realized like, so my grandpa who just passed, his wife is technically my step grandma. And she's been in my life forever. She's been in my mom's life for a really long time as well. But I started thinking about how I'm actually so lucky to have extra family members in my life that a lot of people don't have. So if you have like a very traditional, typical, I don't even want to say normal because nothing's normal anymore. But if you have like a really traditional family, right, you have like a mom, a dad and kids and you have grandparents and you have, you know, grandparents, parents, kids. But for me, I always grew up with five grandparents. I had three grandmas and two grandpas, and I didn't understand that that was different at the time. I didn't know that was weird or atypical um, or non-traditional, whatever. And so like, I've gotten to have an extra grandparent my entire life, an extra grandma my entire life. And I think that she's brought so much to my life, right? Like when you think about it like that, it's like, what an incredible extra person I got to my life. I just got to be loved more by an extra grandparent. 
And then when you look at my parents, I have my mom and my dad, but I also now have a stepmom. Also, I say now as if it hasn't been like 10 years, <laughs> but I have a stepmom and I have a stepdad. And because of them, I have step siblings and I have nephews from those step siblings and I have their significant others. And I have like all these extra people that a traditional family with like zero divorce or anything wouldn't have. And I also think it's it's just like really cool to me. Like the way I look at it now, I don't know when this happened exactly, but it's it's very clear to me that like I'm fortunate to have extra people to love and who love me. And I know that's not the case for everyone. I know not everyone has such positive relationships with their step parents or their step siblings, but like I've been very lucky. And so the way I view it instead of being like, oh, my parents, you know, aren't still together. By the way, got over that quite a while ago. It's been many, many years. But rather than looking at it like that, I look at it like I have extra family that I get to love and spend time with and have traditions with. And I love that. And I started thinking about it with my friendships as well because I've moved, you know, I moved, I grew up in the Bay Area. Then I moved to Nashville for college. Then I moved to LA for work. Then I moved to San Diego for work. And now I'm in Salt Lake City. Yes, for work. But I have started making some really good friends here and like people who I feel like are going to be a part of my life for a long time. And I started looking at it as like, I get to love extra people and I get to have all these other people with different life experiences and you know, I I feel like in every city I've lived in, I've had like a different kind of friend group. Like not everyone is just like exactly the same. And so I feel like I learned so much more about the world and other people and about myself through these people. And I get to have extra people who I love and who love me and who I have fun with and who I make memories with because of these moves, rather than looking at it as I'm lonely, I'm not around my people, all my people are together and living their life together and I'm here. I'm like, no, a lot of my people, well, I would say I actually have a lot of friends who have also moved around a bit, but say you're someone from a smaller town. Every single one of your high school friends has never left that town, has like married people from your hometown or from, you know, whatever college nearby they went to. There's nothing wrong with that, first of all. But if you're feeling like very isolated because you didn't do that, maybe you did move away, try to reframe this and just be like, I'm so lucky. I got to meet so many other people. My life may not look the same as those friends, but hopefully those friends are still a part of your life. And so you have like this strong connection to your hometown and to your people from your childhood or from high school or from whatever. And then you also get to have this connection to these people from college or post-grad or whenever it was that you maybe moved away and like had to develop a new community. And it's not a bad thing. I think that there was a time when I would look at it as like, I'm so jealous of my friends who got to be together a lot. And I'm so jealous, like, that I'm not there, I guess, because I picked this more challenging career path. And now I look at it and I'm like, I'm so thankful for the people that I knew in my childhood. I'm so thankful for the friends I had in high school and that huge girl group I have who I just like adore. But I'm also then so thankful for the girls I met in college and the guys. Actually, I have a good amount of guy friends from college that I still keep in touch with. And like, I'm so thankful for them and their wives who I wouldn't know if I didn't like take that leap. And I'm so thankful for my group in LA who I still talk to all the time. I'm so thankful for all my friends from San Diego who um, were actually all in very different friend groups, but like so many of them have stayed in touch. And like, again, one of them came to visit me and I know that I'll be friends with so many of them for a long time. 
and everyone's in kind of different life phases. I think what I really, really cherish about both my LA friend group and my San Diego group is, and there's nothing wrong with being married and having kids, I promise. But like those groups were way more of like my girlfriends who were like going through single life with me and, um, just kind of understood this phase of life a little more here in Salt Lake. It's still like TBD. You know, I'm still like making friends. I have two really great girlfriends who I'm obsessed with. Um, and they definitely understand this phase of life that I'm in, which is so helpful because I think that's when it can be really lonely as if like, if I were only hanging out every single day, with friends who are married and have babies and didn't want to go out or didn't want to go to concerts or things like that, that would be hard. And again, there's nothing wrong with doing that. I would like to be married (laughs) and having babies soon. Um, But it's just so nice. I feel like that shift in my head of like, how lucky am I that I get to have all these other people in my life that maybe someone who never ever left their hometown. And honestly, I can't even think of a single friend of mine who never left our hometown. Like some of them are back now, but everyone kind of like did their own thing for college and, and post-grad. But I'm just saying in a hypothetical, if you feel like you compare yourself to the life that people who never, ever, ever left their hometown, um, and, and it makes you sad, just try to reframe it as like, look at this like other world I've gotten to live. Sometimes I think people didn't understand me moving to Salt Lake. People were not, a lot of people were extremely supportive. Some people thought it was a weird choice. And I'm like, yeah, but I've now gotten to learn so much more about the culture here. I now am opening my world up to like possibly learning to ski and like doing more hiking and realizing quite honestly, how much of like life exists with people who don't drink and like that kind of lifestyle, the lifestyle here is incredible and it's not one I would have known if I hadn't moved here. So that's my reframe that I really encourage all of you to use is like, what's the thing in your life that maybe you compare yourself to other people about and how can you flip it to be like, but look at all the actual like love and experiences. And I don't know, I guess those are the two for me, love and experiences that I've gotten to have because maybe I chose like a quote unquote harder path. But I think my life would be so empty without so many of these people. And so I feel so lucky for all the friends I've met in the other cities. I'm also so, so lucky to have the friends that I met in high school. I can't believe we're still all as close as we are. I literally have FaceTime date tomorrow night with two of them. Um, But I just feel so thankful that like in every phase of my life, I've gotten to find people who I love and who have all taught me things. And I'm so thankful for my step parents and my step siblings and it it doesn't even really feel like anyone's like a step anymore it's just like i have a huge family and that's how i see it and i'm beyond grateful for that so um if any of you are listening thank you for being a part of my life i love you all and i really hope that this encourages anyone listening who's maybe like struggling with their mindset right now to be able to shift it a little I will hopefully be back next week. Again, I'm not feeling my best, but I really believe that if I just like rest up and honestly, the cure to everything is water, right? If I rest up and drink a lot of water and get some good sleep and just like binge TV shows, I know I'll be feeling better. Um, And then after next week, don't you worry, there's going to be a Cabo recap for sure. I love you all so much. I hope you're having the best week, the best month. I miss you. DM me if we haven't chatted in a while. And I will talk to you all soon. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, 
all the good things this podcast okay love you bye